You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Tombstones quake. Tombstones wing and wake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts are to socialize. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our Your Story colleagues, Betsy and Margie. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 560, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today. They're filling up quickly, so make sure you do that because I feel like every time I get on there, more and more. But I am happy to know that more and more resorts are starting to open, which we will talk about more in this show, so I'm not going to give anything away. But great news for our friends in California. So Miranda, I hope that you are listening. Disney's been exploring different possibilities around the stipulations that they were given about the parks. And they just announced that they're going to reopen Disney's California Adventure as a shopping and dining destination. So unfortunately, no attractions or rides will be open, but they're going to open Buena Vista Street so that you can at least go there and shop and go to the restaurants, which I thought was pretty cool. They're not going to charge an admission fee for that, are they? No, no, no. It's just so people can get their Disney fix of restaurants and shopping. That's great. Beginning in November, they're going to um, have it because it's connected to downtown Disney. They can use it as part of it. So Buena Vista Street will be open. They're trying to find a way to reopen Main Street USA, but at this time, they haven't been able to work that out. But I feel like they're going to make that happen. So um, I'm sorry that the parks don't want to open, but I feel like this is just a little bit every time we're giving them a little bit more good news every week, or at least I hope that's what we're doing. I think that's a really good idea. Right. I wish they would have done that at Disney Disney World. <laughs> People could have gotten in and gotten a little bit of that fix. But neat idea. Yeah, I've heard that out at Disneyland that downtown Disney is just packed and this, they're having a hard time social distancing. So I think that will help with space as well. Plus, it'll give them more people some jobs. Yes. And that would be awesome if Main Street USA could open. That would be awesome. One step at a time, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have some more great news on the heels of the extension to park hours at Magic Kingdom. Now... All Walt Disney World theme parks have extended their hours for the days surrounding Christmas, which is between December 20th through the 30th. As reported earlier, Magic Kingdom will be open from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily, and Epcot will be open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., two hours earlier than the standard 12 p.m. opening. Both Disney Hollywood Studios and Disney Animal Kingdom will be opening one hour earlier and closing one hour later. Disney's Hollywood Studios will open 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Disney's Animal Kingdom will be open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. 
So that's super exciting because we all know the holidays can be a little bit jam-packed. So hopefully this will help disperse the crowds a little bit and let you get onto all of the rides that you're hoping to get on um, because, you know, crowd, crowd lines and everything will be a little bit longer. That is really good news too. Man, all these good news. Right. Hours. Um, this is a little bit of sad news. So this week, all of us Your Story Travel Company agents were supposed to be in Disney World for a conference. And because of COVID, we could not make that possible. And so we weren't all able to go. And so I just wanted to l l reach out to the listeners saying, for those of you who have canceled your trips, we have also canceled our trips. <laughs> and we know what you're feeling. I mean, it was super sad when the notification came up on my phone Friday night when we were supposed to be getting on the plane to go to Disney World. And I was sitting on my couch. So that was sad. Um, fortunately, Nick and Tim are able and currently in Orlando learning about more about the safety that Disney has in place while still having fun to report back to us. I mean, we love that they're there, but <laughs> it's kind of hard knowing that they're there and I'm not, but, um, and Vicky will be in Disney World this week and Betsy was in Disney World last week. Margie and I, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I mean, I went to North Carolina two weeks ago, so that was fun. But so just be sure to watch our Facebook page for pop-up videos in the park that Vicki will be doing and also check out Twitter and Instagram for pics in the parks. It will help everyone, including Stephanie and I, <laughs> to live vicariously through them. I definitely scrolled through all of Betsy's pictures because she just yes. posted them on Facebook. They were so such funny. cute pictures too. You guys looked like you had so much fun. Yeah, we did have a great, like, just memories, just me and the kids. It was exhausting at times being a kind of a single parent doing with kids, but definitely worth it, I think. <laughs> so news about California. So California's Governor Newsom released what must happen before he will allow the parks to reopen. California has been reopening on a tiered system. Currently, Disneyland parks haven't reached the tier to be able to reopen. Parks with fewer than 15,000 are the only ones being allowed to reopen. So that would be like Knott's Berry Farm. Mm -hmm. Disneyland parks are not going to be able to reopen until they get to California's yellow or minimal tier. Currently, Orange County remains in the potential risk tier. Even when Disneyland reaches this tier, they will only be allowed 25% capacity in the parks and restaurants. They will also need to do a reservation system similar to what Walt Disney World is using. But the governor also wants a reservation system for each attraction as well. So virtual queues, wow. No indoor queuing can happen, only outdoor queue lines. Once the parks do reopen, they will be given inspections frequently according to a health official in California. He feels it will take a while for all of this to be put in place and he doesn't feel Orange County will reach the yellow tier until next summer. I can't imagine. Oh my goodness. That is rough. Next summer. Okay, but here's my question. It oh, says fewer than 15,000. What would be, why can't Disneyland just open at a 15,000? Less 000, than 15,000, yeah. Less than 15,000 capacity. Well, he's still making the, um, that's what I thought was interesting. This is the part that I missed. 
that he wants a reservation system for the rides and attractions along with the reservation to the parks. That's a lot to ask of Disney just technology-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how frustrating for guests. No indoor queues either. No, right. <laughs> Only queue lines outside. So I guess everything would have to be outside. Which most are at Disneyland. So that wouldn't be as difficult as it would be at yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, I was trying to think of the rides at Disneyland. Like Indiana Jones is inside. Monsters, Inc. But a lot of them are outside. Like, okay, mm-hmm. is Peter Pan going to be counted as an insider outside? Because it's technically outside. Right. Right? So like you can see the ride from the outside. <laughs> and so, oh, it's crazy. I just feel like at this point, it seems like a vendetta in some way. Like this governor has something against Disneyland or someone at Disneyland. Because yeah, it seems it almost... like every time they meet some requirement, he finds another requirement to for the reason for them not to be open. He's got so many hoops for them to jump through. Right. It's insane. So what does it he get out of this? Super sad. And I, yeah, I'm just curious about that 15,000. So like a Knoxbury farm, they, their max is 15,000, but are they only running at a 25% capacity of 15,000? The article didn't say, it just said parks that usually can get to 15,000. I, I don't know. I just feel like. I wonder what, what is this? I know that Disney World Magic Kingdom's capacity is 100,000. Right. If they're full capacity. Wow. Disneyland cannot fit 100,000 no, people. No, nowhere near. So I'm wondering what their full capacity is. And why can't they just open at 25% be 15,000 people? Or even just say, hey, our capacity is 15,000. Right. Or say your capacity is 10,000. I mean, yeah. they, people Not just want the park open. Back to jobs and entertainment and all those hotels and restaurants surrounding. Okay, so Disneyland's capacity is about 85,000. Whoa. Wow, that's, that's more than so I thought. Many. <laughs> that's a lot. That's more than I thought for sure. Yeah, I thought, yeah, that is way more than I thought. So, but still, like, they could open, yeah, just say, hey, you can only have 10,000 people in the park. Okay, let's open. <laughs> like, Right. Right. I just feel sorry for everybody. Me too. So Disney World um, is choosing to stay open later during Halloween. The Magic Kingdom's hours will be 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And Epcot will be open from 11 to 10 p.m. Disney World has been extending hours more and more through the end of October. We've been watching that. I don't even know if Betsy, she could tell us if that happened while she was there. But they're saying to keep an eye on the park hours while you're there because they're almost changing daily depending on how many people make reservations. And is that like this week, the week of Halloween or just on Halloween? The week of Halloween. Okay. Yeah, we were hoping that they would extend the hours when we were there, but the hours were so short. You felt like you could not do everything you wanted to do. And then we literally walked out of Animal Kingdom and it was, the sun was still up. And that was just a very weird feeling. It was five o'clock and you're just like, oh, I want to stay longer. So that was frustrating. It It used to be five o'clock years ago because I remember that was the park that we would go to and then we we would leave Animal Kingdom and go to Disney Springs for dinner. Oh yeah, because they didn't have any evening things because Correct. they thought the animal because the animals went to bed and everything, yeah. But now just they, because animals go to bed does not mean that humans <laughs> go to bed. 
Well, you couldn't see the animals is what it was. We don't care. Let us ride Flight of Passage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, that was other thing. Flight of Passage, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, Epcot has some holiday news. Disney has confirmed the return of 16 holiday kitchens food booths for the 2020 Festival of the Holidays. Several other places will also be serving holiday treats. The Orange Bird Sipper Cup from this year's Flower and Garden Festival still seems to be hanging around. <laughs> um, and the Citrus Blossom booth is also still, um, still there. The festival favorites will also be sticking around over at the World Showcase Pavilion. There is going to be two new booths, Malakliki Maka with Hawaiian food and the Holiday Hearth. And then the Cookie Stroll is actually going to be returning to Epcot. I kind of wondered if this would be coming back or not. It is buy five cookies from different booths around the showcase and you earn a free peppermint mini cookie. Has anyone ever done that? I have never done that. No. I didn't know it was a thing. I wanted to do the cheese stroll, but I never did the cheese. There's a cheese stroll during the food and wine festival, but we did not do that either. I will have to check into this. It was <laughs> last year when we went 2019. So check to see if they're doing it this year, but they do have a lot of those strolls in Epcot where you can, you go to different booths and get the different things and then you earn something in That's return. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's just another way to get you to visit different booths. Well, it's been five years since we were at Food and Wine. So that'll be something different that we haven't been there. And and our friends that are going have never been to Food and Wine. So I loved Food so and fun. Wine. It was so fun to be there during that time. So many different food places. Speaking of Epcot, it is introducing a new scavenger hunt, which is super fun. Ooh. Olaf's Holiday Edition Expedition, and it will replace the Chippendale Christmas trees. And so just you just have to go around looking for Olaf in different places, and then you get a special treat at the end. So make sure to check that out if you're going to Epcot. There will be specialty holiday cavalcades in Epcot this season. Santa will have Ooh. his very own cavalcade and he will greet guests from his horse drawn carriage through December 24th because he will be delivering gifts that evening. So don't look for him on the 24th. He will be gone. Um, Mickey and friends will be wearing their holiday best and Anna and Elsa will have a special holiday promenade as well. The princesses will still have their cavalcade during the holiday too. So that's fun. The Voices of Liberty and Los Posidos will both be performing on the American Garden stage. Joyful will be performing at Epcot once again and the Jamators will be performing on the mill stage at the Canada Pavilion. And the Capital City Gingerbread House will return this year. This makes my heart happy because all the other gingerbread houses were are not being put up. Am I correct right. in saying that? You are correct. correct. And so I was like, oh, okay, a gingerbread house will come. And that's awesome. So instead of it being in the American Adventure, it will be in the World Show Place. All of these things begin November 27th. And they're very cool. If you've not seen the Capitol building made out of gingerbread, it's it's pretty cool. I have pictures of it from last year. I should probably post them on the website. I'm super excited about that Olaf scavenger hunt. I know. Do we I'm know anybody going? That. Huh? 
I said, do we know anybody going at Christmas so they can play the scavenger hunt for us? I'm, I'm sure a YouTuber will. <laughs> the frozen train with, um, did you guys see that Olaf uh, special on Disney Plus? We oh, just yeah, watched it. Charlie. Oh, it's so cute. The Olaf frozen adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cute oh, how they tied the story of Olaf. It. So cute. All right, park hours have been released for the first week of January 2021. If you are planning to be at Disney during the first week, you will want to check out the park hours and plan your trip accordingly. The dates for the Festival of the Arts have been announced. It will run at Epcot from January 8th through February 22nd. Some things will be modified a bit, but there will be 15 food booths, visiting artists, photo ops, and the paint by number mural. There will also be lots of festival merchandise performances by a mariachi cobre, and the jammeters will also be happening. As of right now, Disney on Broadway concert series has not been announced. It may not be able to return this year like the Eat to the Beat concert this past fall. Which would be sad, but I know we have to be safe. And maybe the um, artists don't want to do it either, I don't know. Although you would think that was a big venue for them. Discounts have been announced for 2021. The guests can save up to 35% on a room at the Disney Resorts for most nights, January 3rd through April 17th. These trips have to be booked by March the 15th. Annual pass holders can save up to 40% on the select Disney rooms for most nights from January 3rd to April 17th and also need to be booked by April 17th. And then these are during spring break. So if you were thinking about traveling, because ordinarily there aren't a lot of discounts during spring break, this would be the time to jump on that. So um, please contact one of us and we'd be happy to help you uh, get your spring break trip booked. If you are a Florida resident, you can save 40% on select Disney resorts from January 3rd to April 17th. But again, just reach out to one of us. We can give you a free no obligation quote and a small $200 deposit will hold it in place. You don't have to pay it off until 30 days before your trip. So definitely think about that and get that underway. Kind of piggybacking off of you, Vicki, there's also, they have extended that flexible cancellation policy that Disney World has offered until April, 2021. So you can put down that $200 refundable down payment and you also could feel really good about knowing that you can cancel that trip with a lot less notice. Before it was 30 days and isn't this cancellation policy 24 hours? Yes. So you could cancel 24 hours before your trip and get all $200 back from your trip. Now, that's that's wonderful. It's it's great news for anybody who's kind of hesitant or worried about that. So if you're booking a trip for next year, you have some more flexibility with the cancellation fees. Um, Also, some great news. This is probably one of my my favorite things that happened this week. Um, It's not only great for people who like the value resorts, but also great for some of those Disney cast members who are waiting to get back to their jobs. But All Star Movies is going to reopen on February 9th, 2021. Pop Century has been the only value resort option. Um, Art of Animation is reopening November 1st. So in February, Disney will officially have three of its value resorts that are up and running. I'd like to stay in non-value resorts, but you know, a lot of times if you wanna go more frequently, then value resorts are a great option to get you into those parks. So I'm glad that they are opening more of those resorts. That is really good. The Morocco Pavilion will transition its operations to Disney by the end of the year. Jackie Waller, the Vice President of Communications at Walt Disney Resort said, 
After many years of working together, we have a mutually agreed arrangement to begin the process of transitioning operations of the Morocco Pavilion to Disney. By the end of the year, Disney will assume operations of this important part of Epcot and under Disney's operation, the pavilion will continue to honor the rich traditions and legacy it has since it opened. Disney will have an all operational control over this pavilion. It had been operated and run by a third party since the Moroccan pavilion had been created. I wonder why. I don't know. This was very interesting to me. Disney will now have control over the four food and beverage locations and the merchandise locations and the Moroccan embassy and the Moroccan tourism board are still involved with the pavilion. There was something about the legal rights and, and I believe that it's, don't quote me exactly, but I believe it's France and Japan that still have a hold over those two pavilions as well. It was some hmm. contract that they made when they were designing it because they wanted it so authentic or something that would be a good show for me to do on a friday i guess is to to figure out why some of the con continents or countries excuse me own a portion of it and run and control it that disney didn't have full control this is very interesting to me and i think it's awesome that the countries had so much that they have so much say and so much input, input into mm -hmm. the pavilions I think that they wanted to make sure that they were maintained in the true spirit of the country themselves, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, definitely. And then we weren't trying to Americanize everything. Well, that just makes Epcot that much cooler to me. Right. Like, we <laughs> love Epcot. We right. love it so much. All of my kids love it. I know a lot of people don't go to Epcot because they think it's an adult park, but all of my kids have always loved it and we went when they were like two years old two three four i don't know anyways but they've always loved it they love going and looking at the different countries they love going and see all of the different shows and so it just is really cool that that the countries have so much input into the pavilions my question here is what input is going to come with the why can't I think of their name? Guardians of the Galaxy? The Guardians of the Galaxy. They're getting a, a part of the world showcase. It's their first intergalactic what? showcase <laughs> part. So who's going to have say on that? Who's the intergalactic people who are going to have say <laughs> on that part of the showcase? <laughs> no clue. Oh, that maybe, is funny. Maybe you can apply. I'll apply. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to another country. Let's look at the Norway Pavilion. Anna and Elsa are greeting guests in the Norway Pavilion instead of them being in the cavalcade. Oh, that's big news. Um, they have a socially distanced meet and greet set up. So the sisters greet the guests from behind a fence. So I did something similar when we were over at Space Mountain. Stitch was up on the little stage where the characters usually do a dance. So Stitch was on a stage and then we were in front on the ground and so we could take a picture and they were socially distanced. So I'm, this is probably gonna be similar to that. Um, and you can kind of interact with them, which was really fun. On busy days when it's too much for the sisters to greet from behind the fence, you'll be able to catch them in their cavalcade around the world showcase. So they're gonna be pulling double duty. Maybe they're getting double pay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hopefully. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt that too. So this was exciting for me because this is one of my favorite ways of transportation at Disney and that's that the friendship boats have currently been testing on Crescent Lakes that's between Epcot and the resorts surrounding it, um, the Swan and Dolphin Boardwalk and the Yacht and Beach Club. 
there isn't a date so far um, when it'll be open to the guests, but they think it's going to be really soon because they've been seeing these friendship folk testing things out. And this is a great to have another source of transportation between Epcot Hollywood Studios and all of the resorts within that area if you've ever done that before. It's just a fun ride. Um, and it's kind of depending on the weather. If it's super hot, I'm sure it's not that great. But a lot of times if it's like between 70 and 80, it's perfect because it has a little breeze when you're riding, especially if you get to ride in the back. So friendship boats are your friends. So if you see those open back up, I would definitely take the chance to ride those. That will be nice to have additional uh, transportation options. Betsy, how was transportation? Um, the line was very long for Magic Kingdom bus, but mm -hmm. they have it all partitioned off within the bus and there's like eight different areas. Um, and so that was, you feel like you're safe on the bus. Nobody's standing on the bus, everybody's how sitting long, down. How you, long did it take to get onto the bus though? Uh, to Magic Kingdom, the first day we went, it was probably almost 30 minutes. Gotcha. But on another day, it wasn't anything. So it just depends on when you're going, what time. Right. Well, and I'm, we're trying to get there for opening. Are they yeah, running right? more more buses more frequently? Yes, they are, and they're right there in a row. It's just when everybody's the mad dash at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Skyliner was a. <laughs> we left our hotel room at nine oh five from Pop Century, and we got to Hollywood Studios at nine fifty. So it took us forty five minutes because you have to switch Skyliners, and that is that was crazy. So. It was a it was a wait, but then again, other, if you don't go at the, right at the beginning, you're gonna find that there's you can just walk on. Mm -hmm. So as you said, they have those buses partitioned off, right. um, and actually currently they allow for six families on six families or six groups, um, and that's kind of what they've been doing since July. But um, they are yeah. now reconfiguring everything so that they can now get ten groups or families to ride a bus at a time. So, I mean, it's just a little bit, but hey, 10 over six, that, that'll, that'll make a difference in the lines too. That's four more groups. Right. Yeah, that'll make Perfect. the line go a lot faster. It's nice that everybody gets to sit down too. It, however, there were two larger people and they put them in a two seat next to each other with the partitions on the side. And those people looked so uncomfortable. I felt so bad for them. Oh man, oh. that is nice so that everybody gets a seat. I remember I had, severe doubt in humanity on our way home from Magic Kingdom one night it was like we left right when the park you know park is closing and we're there and I'm holding Benjamin my three-year-old standing holding <sighs> the bar above me and nobody gave up their seat for me nobody and I was like I can't I can't handle this something happened the next day that well, something happened the next day that re restored my hope and humanity. I can't remember what it was, but that <laughs> night I was a little upset. I was like, why is nobody giving up my their seat for me? Well, there was a lady on the bus and I don't know if she was by herself or her husband wasn't with her that day. And she had three children and she had the, he might've been four years old and she had him lean up and it was actually, he was standing next to Kaylee in the aisle and he fell asleep. And so he oh. ended up just laying in Kaylee's <laughs> lap and she thanked Kaylee and she's like, mom, I felt so sorry for him. He was so tired because it was, oh. of course, when the parks were closing, I'm sure he yeah. was there. All and this poor woman probably had a two year old and a baby with her. And so, um, yeah, she had her hands full. Somebody should have been with her, that poor woman. Yeah. 
Man. Well, the Wilderness Lodge Tour has been discontinued. The Wonders of the Lodge Tour provided an immersive behind-the-scenes experience look and design and backstory behind the hotel. And we don't know if this is permanent or not, but we will definitely keep you posted. That would be cool to go to. <laughs> I know. I kind of want to see if there's a YouTube video on this because I didn't even know it existed until this Yeah, week. me neither. It would be fun to see. Uh, Florida Blue launches a Disney World sponsorship for the Food and Wine Festival. Florida Blue is one of the largest of the state's insurance companies. They hopped on the food and wine bandwagon by kicking off a multi-year sponsorship with Disney World. The first thing that they will start off with is a taste of Epcot's Food and Wine Festival as a virtual experience for residents 55 years or older in select communities, which means users can watch digital culinary demos with Disney chefs, musical performances, and much more. Do you own, do you have to be 55? Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're picking select communities within Florida, which I think is really cool because you know a lot of people over 55 are not wanting to get out right now. Yes. So this I think that this is a great idea. And again, it puts a little bit of a thing to get me to Florida after I turn 55. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if they're closer like to that. Members, like cast members in these places then and kind of facilitating it. Maybe. Which would make it really cool. That would really make it cool. And it gives some more people jobs. Yeah, it's a great idea. See, everybody's thinking outside the box. Come on, Governor California. <laughs> right. Inside the box. Let Disneyland open. <laughs> All right, Disney Cruise Line news. Disney Cruise Line is going to reclassify staterooms. They are doing this because of their newest ship, The Wish which sets sail in 2022. I want to go. Me they too. want everything to be uniform. So they are reclassifying them for all, but the rooms themselves will not change. So I wonder if they're going to be not letters, but maybe they'll just be types. I'm interested to see how they do that because the letters are kind of confusing. I think we should push for a conference on the wish Ooh, in 2022. Yes. Who's with oh, me on this? Yes. Okay. 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 Yes. That would be amazing. Um, it would be. It would be amazing, <laughs> and we could totally write it off because it is a business trip. Yes. Yes. Um, let's talk about Adventures by Disney. So, Adventures by Disney, unfortunately, did not happen, and they're not going to happen through the all of 2020. So sad. Um, but starting in April 2021, Adventures by Disney will be taking guests on private adventures for up to 12 people to a group. I wonder if that's going to be more expensive or the same price. Hmm. They're going to be going to a variety of locations like Egypt, Peru, Italy, Greece, and Costa Rica. Booking began October 27th, which hasn't happened, but it will happen this week. By the time it airs, yes. <laughs> that is really cool. Again. Lucy thinks that we're going to Costa Rica. She keeps telling everybody she meets, I'm going to Costa Rica tomorrow. <laughs> Your daughter? Yes. Why is that? <laughs> we we told her that her first international trip will probably be to Costa Rica. Oh, and so okay. she thinks she's going like now. <laughs> no, we have to wait a little bit for that. But like she was getting her flu shot and she told the lady there and she's just oh everybody she meets. She's like, oh, we're going to Costa Rica. That's why I have to do this. <laughs> that is funny. She's hilarious. 
So Tokyo Disney has discontinued their annual passes and we aren't sure how this is going to affect Disney World because it seems like sometimes when things happen across the ocean, sometimes they happen over here in our side. But Tokyo Disney site states that the annual passes are going to be discontinued and refunds will begin or began on October 23rd for guests that have passes that expire February 29th, 2020 and later. Um, it's going to give updated information about the passes by the end of March 2021 and it seems like it is only being ended temporarily but we don't know this for sure but this is what Tokyo is choosing to do as part of a safety measure I think with all the COVID situation. Hmm. That would be devastating if you're an annual pass holder and you were not able to renew your annual pass. That would be so sad. Is that so? Disney World is not selling new annual passes, right? They're just using continuing the ones that people had, right? Correct. They haven't ended theirs where Tokyo is actually ending and refunding. Wow, wow, so bummer. The Magic Kingdom Toll Parkway is nearing completion with only four weeks left in its refurbishment. This is a sign that you see as you enter into the Magic Kingdom. Once it's complete, it will have the same color scheme as Cinderella's castle. Most of the front of the plaza has now been painted royal blue, and the first four letters of the welcome have been painted gold with a rose gold finish. The dome pieces above the L and the C are almost complete as well, and the last three letters um, and some accent areas have been painted with a white primer. The toll booth under the O is half painted. It looks like there's still some painting to be done on the booth under the C as well, but the first three are complete. The light blue on the symbol in the center of the marquee will probably be painted over like the rest of the plaza's light blue coloring. No lanes were closed this weekend. Work ends to make way for more guests. It seems like they will be able to get it finished with the sign before the holidays. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how I like. I think when I see it in person, did you like the castle better when you saw it in person, Betsy? Oh, yes, definitely. I think it's beautiful. So I'm hoping that's how I'll feel, but that's what it is, is they're trying to mimic the sign to match the castle for the Right, 50th. and they're more than halfway done now. It looks really nice. And they were working on it, like, whenever we passed it, so. Uh, Slinky Dog Dash, were you able to ride that? Betsy? Yes, then I have to tell you what happened, but go ahead and finish. Slinky Dog Dash attracts young and old fans alike to Toy Story Land for plenty of enjoyment. However, the increased capacity and long lines may be a bit problematic for the cast members at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Even though the parks are capped at 25% capacity, they're tasked for the smooth operation of the ride and keeping guests safe. So it comes as no surprise that Slinky Dog Dash has added plexiglass dividers in its loading area. The plastic dividers provides a barrier between each loading space, providing an extra layer of safety for riders while they wait to board Slinky. Recently, Disney installed similar dividers in the loading area of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. The popular new attraction has been drawing large crowds, extending long lines outside the building. Slinky Dog Dash faces similar challenges, so more plexiglass becomes necessary. Yes, they did have that plexiglass, and the line, we got in line, it said it's an 80-minute wait. So we're just, like, standing in line, and there's a guy from the 
ride that comes walking down the line and I'm like are you coming to tell us bad news because he kind of <laughs> looked like he had that look on his face like it was gonna shut down <laughs> and I'm like no and he's like no I'm just walking and he comes back and I'm like can you just make the line go faster for us and he's like um maybe I'll get you an extra ride and I was like okay I'm wearing Tinkerbell tutu today so look for me when I get up to the ride so we get up to the ride we ride Slinky Dog and I get off and this lady's like, do you want to ride again? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And so we get back on, we ride again. And then when we when we came back, I see the guy and I was like, we got our second ride. He's like, yeah, I told the other lady what you were wearing. And it was super fun. The kids were super excited. So we had waited 80 minutes and we got to ride it two times in that time. So it was really cool. <laughs> it was magic. That, that is makes magical. it worth it. Wow. So it, it pays to talk to cast members. It totally pays to talk to cast members. I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you had an event or wedding planned ahead of the COVID-19 pandemic, you're probably, you've probably been faced with cancellation fees despite the unprecedented circumstances. However, an investment research firm is now faced with a 1.1 million cancellation fee in light of a 2,200 person conference oh at the Walt God. Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resort that was not <sighs> able to be held. Now, that investment firm is suing the hotel in Florida federal court, asking that the court nullify the contract due to the pandemic. The event was officially canceled in June. However, according to the contract, by canceling the event between September 21st, 2019, and September 20th, 2020, Cambridge is obligated to pay a fee of around $1.1 million. Swan and Dolphin is still seeking cancellation fees, claiming that it did not appear that force majeure would apply and that regardless of its applicability, it could not be determined until the dates occurred. Even in September, government restrictions made it illegal or virtually impossible to hold an indoor conference at the hotel, given that all 2,200 attendees could not be accommodated while still observing proper social distancing. This is wrong. Crazy. I think it's wrong. That is wrong. Agreed. But I mean, I don't know how it is where you guys live in your states, but there was one place downtown St. Louis that closed and people had given them either full money or partial deposits and they just shut their doors and that was it and they have no way of getting in time to contact with them because it was on channel four news and they were wow. trying to get their money back so what place was that vicky it was an it wasn't windows on washington but it was like down there by that it was a real up in like a lottie da place that you would have your your wedding and people had paid large sums of money and they can't get a hold of anybody because i guess they went bankrupt or something and so far they said they would get back and i i haven't watched the news every night but most nights we watch it and we record it anyway and i haven't seen an update on it and i just that's think so that's sad that yeah. is sad but it also makes me really happy that disney is doing their cancellation policy as they're like they're doing it you know like it's another magical moment from disney that you're able to cancel 24 hours beforehand and get your money back so thank yeah, you disney that's huge. Yeah. So this week when I heard this news, I was super sad because I heard there were changes in the menu at Sleepy Hollow Stand. And anybody who listens knows that I love the Nutella, Nutella waffle with fruit. I'd never tried it till the trip last Christmas and I was looking forward to it for this year. And they said it wasn't on the menu, but somebody inquired within to the cast members and they said, if you get there before 11 a.m., you can get your Mickey waffle 
or you can get your Nutella waffle with fruit, but it has to be before 11 a.m. So that will be my breakfast Tuesday morning. I will try to take pictures so that everybody can see, maybe even do a pop-up video and talk about it, but I am super excited, but I'm making and sure I'm there. where is the Sleepy Hollow stand? It's when you're crossing the bridge on the left-hand side of the castle and you're headed towards uh, the Hall of Presidents. It's on the right-hand oh, okay. side. That is where my kids got the Madame Leota sippers. And oh, they love them. <gasps> Those yeah. were so cool. I saw pictures of them. Oh, Those were they so are cool. Just, like beside themselves about them. So they light up. <laughs> they light up and they change colors and it's just That's very cool. Really cool. I will have to look. I don't know if I'm adventuring to that. But also with the menu change, they brought the hand-dipped corn dogs back onto their menu because, of course, Casey's Corner is closed, so you can't get those there right now. And they are made to order and served with their house-made chips. Mm, those chips are good. We had some of those, too. Mm -hmm. The Lotus Blossom has reopened in the China Pavilion. It, just like everything else, has a shortened <laughs> menu. But you are able to get those egg rolls and orange chicken. And then more seasonal character meals are coming to Hollywood Studios, which is incredible. The Halloween character meal was such a huge success that these meals are gonna continue into 2021, uh, beginning with the Silver Screen Dine at Hollywood and Vine, running January through March. It's gonna have Minnie, Mickey, Goofy, Donald, and Daisy decked out in their movie attire. And then Springtime Dine is gonna be from March to the beginning of June. It'll have the same characters, but this time they're going to be in their Easter springtime attire. Mm -hmm. And the summertime dine will run from early June to September with the same gang. And this time they're going to be in their summer outfits. That is so fun. Hollywood and Vine is like, Hollywood and Dine is one of my favorite restaurants. So it's super cool. There are some new boozy caramel flavors. Last year, the Caramel Kusha stand in the German Pavilion debuted these boozy caramels and they are back. These caramels are infused with alcohol, but there isn't enough to get a buzz. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but... <laughs> it depends. I don't, I don't drink alcohol, so I don't know, but the new flavors are Mojito, Tequila, Chocolate Cherry Blossom, and Limoncello. And you can try all four of them for just $6.49, which is actually a really good price. Yeah, they're it's probably small. They're little, they're just like, you know, like um aw, fooey. The caramels that you buy that you can like melt in a pot to dip your yeah. apples in, except for there were their caramels, and they just shoot the alcohol into them. They infuse them that way. So it's just one little oh, try all four of them. So they're tiny little things for six forty nine. Yeah, they're little bites, but they have alcohol like four in them, so I'm sure. Candy, right? Do what? It's like four pieces of candy. Like exactly. That's about the size of them. Six forty nine, sweet. Just don't feed them to your children unless you want them to sleep. That would be funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, there's two new bombalatos at Vivlio Gelato in Disney Springs. Mambalados are Italian donuts split and filled with gelato. Oh my gosh, that sounds Yum. awesome. The first new babalato is filled with a scoop of tiramisu gelato topped with cocoa powder, chocolate sauce, Nutella, and <sighs> lady fingers. The second is a PB&J bombalata 
bombolato, excuse me. It has peanut butter gelato in it topped with strawberry sauce, fresh strawberries and peanuts in the warm Italian donut. Wow. Those look pretty amazing, by the way. So look them up if you want to know what they look like. <laughs> the only time we made it to Disney Springs was when we had to take a bus Aww. to get... Oh, to take a bus to connect to Disney Springs from Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then, do you know that Pop Century is bus stop number 29? You have to walk all the way to the very end. You feel like the poor folk getting on the bus to go to Pop Century after you leave Disney <laughs> <Yes>. Springs. <laughs> I did know that because we've stayed there before. It's the same at Epcot when you're staying at All Star. It's like the poor folk. Yeah, it's like stop <laughs> number going. 500 at Epcot and you're like, oh my gosh. I think that's why I wanted to walk to the bus after a full day at Epcot. I was, I seriously almost didn't make it. (laughs) I think that's the time that my kid said, can we just get an Uber? (laughs) (laughs) So Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill is serving a new sorbet and spritz beverage. It's a sorbet in a cup, either with Prosecco or Moscato, you get to pick. It looked really um, summery, like, I don't know how to explain that anymore than just say summary. It just was like mm-hmm. a raspberry sorbet in um, one of the wines of wines of your choice, I guess, or alcohol of your choice. Because isn't Prosecco not really a wine, I don't think. I, I don't know, even know what it is. I know Moscato is a wine because I know somebody who drinks that all the time. Also, there's a new tea bar that arrived at Disney Springs. The Spice and Tea Exchange is not a new store, but it's got this full tea bar inside of it. And they are still working on a few details. And the store is going to be also opening a custom spice building station where the cast members will mix different tea leaves together to create unique flavors right there in front of the guests. Like, I guess the guests will pick the flavors that they want to try together and they'll mix them together to make their own blend. That's cool. So Blaze Pizza at Disney Springs has a brand new Blazin' Hot Chicken Pizza. I'm a fan of buffalo chicken, anything and everything, but... This might be a little too hot for my taste buds. Oh my goodness. The pizza is made with ghost pepper chicken meatballs, scorpion pepper (laughs) infused power green slaw, and Frank's red hot sauce as the finish. It's the real kick right there. Um, And then it's- What is scorpion pepper? That just sounds horrible. (laughs) I know. I don't know and I don't want to find out. I've heard of ghost peppers and they're just- I was going to say. But a scorpion pepper sounds pretty awful. Uh. I don't think I could handle it. Anyways, kicking off our merch news for the week. The Wishes Come True Blue Collection is here. There are ears, spirit jerseys, face masks, of course, (laughs) leggings, cups, glittery crocs a lounge fly backpack and more with any purchase of these items from now until April 29th, 2020. It's actually 2021, I apologize. Oh, I was about to say, 2021, that's past. So from now until April 29th of 2021, World Wish Day, Disney is going to donate 25% of the purchase up to $500,000 to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Pretty awesome. Did you see that stuff, Betsy? No, it wasn't out when I was there. It oh just my gosh. Out. It's such a pretty royal blue. I mean, I, I like royal blue anyway, but I don't know. With the sequins and stuff, everything looks... And I need none of that, by the way. <laughs> but 
But you just might end up with some of it. I don't think I'll come home with the Crocs because somewhere in my house I lost my mini Crocs that I was going to bring on this trip. So I need to find mm. them before tomorrow. But yeah, I was looking at, I don't need that Sphere jersey. I definitely don't need that Loungefly backpack, but that stuff was super cute. Didn't Nick do a, a video and show some of that stuff? Was it today? Oh, I saw, I, I did rode the Animal Kingdom with, I mean, I rode the, the safari. safari with him. Yeah, that was fun. But I didn't um, see that. I'll have to go back and look. Going back to the peppers really quick, because I was curious to what a scorpion <laughs> pepper was. Oh, girl. Okay. So, okay. So just to put it in perspective, jalapeno is about on the 2,500 heat range. Okay. A ghost pepper is 800,000 <gasps> heat. The scorp there's two different kinds of scorpion peppers. The New Mexico scorpion is 1,191,000. Okay, so it's hotter. It's hotter no. than the ghost pepper. And then there's the Trinidad Maruga scorpion, which is at 2 million. Oh, no range. thanks. I don't know. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, so jalapenos to me, I'm, I'm a Texas girl, but jalapenos to me are sometimes a little bit too spicy and they're 2,500. So I don't know if I'm going to be eating that pizza. <laughs> no, no, I'm for sure not. Like it's like uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay, let's go on to Christmas ears. We love our ears. We're all wearing them right now, by the way. So Christmas ears are here. We're not wearing Christmas ones. We're all wearing different ones but anyways um the first pair have gingerbread mickeys for the ears those are super cute one gingerbread is a boy with a santa hat and one gingerbread is a girl with a bow the middle accent bow is peppermint striped with a peppermint candy disc in the center the second pair of ears have green sequin peppermint stripes on the headband with red sequin ears have faux white fur around them with a peppermint candy in the center of the green sequin bow. They're very okay. fancy. I'm all about ears and I'm all about Christmas. So these just make me happy just thinking about them. The holiday porg can also be found. I love porgs as well. At Star Wars Outpost at Disney Springs for 1999. Was that one? Will it go on the shoulder or something? Yeah. Is, the oh. is it, it? Does it go on the shoulder? That I don't know. I just saw a picture of it, and I knew you had to talk about it because <laughs> I know you love porgs. <laughs> we do love porgs over here. Eleanor was wondering if she should do paint her pumpkin in a porg or a unicorn. She chose unicorn, but <laughs> porg was very close second. It was a contender. <laughs> yes, it was. All right, also more shopping in Disney Springs. A new Halloween popcorn bucket was spotted featuring Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy sporting their costumes, and it glows in the dark. Cute, I did not see this. The Haunted Mansion wallpaper Dooney and Burke bags Ooh. can be found at Uptown Jewelers. Memento Mori in the Magic Kingdom. Legends of Hollywood at Hollywood Studios. You can also find them on Shop Disney. I'm going to check out those Junie and Burke bags. I bet that's cool. Uh, there's also a new spirit jersey, and it is the Star Wars Mandalorian Star Wars spirit jersey. Um, Margie, are you getting uh, excited? Friday. Yes, Friday is coming out on Friday. I'm so excited. We, we are have like, three more to watch. We have to, we're re-watching them all. We have three more, so we got to get through them. I have a virtual race 
that I'm starting on Tuesday. It's the <gasps> Mandalorian. I get a Mandalorian medal. It has the Mandalorian <gasps> on it. It doesn't have Baby Yoda, but that's fine. But <sighs> it has Mandalorian on it. It says, this is the way. I have to go a mile on Tuesday, two miles on Wednesday, three miles on Thursday, and four miles on Friday. Oh. I, I planned it for this week so that I can be finished on Friday when the Mandalorian comes out. Okay, I'm checking in with you for reals. For reals, do it because okay. I'm really bad so at it. So let me tell you more about the spirit jersey. It is white and on the back, Star Wars is in silver and the Mandalorian is metallic lettering and can be found on Shop Disney. The Buzz Lightyear spirit jersey is also out and can be found at World of Disney and Disney Springs. So I want to know, does anybody have a spirit jersey and do you like them? Because I am not a big fan, but... I do not have a spirit jersey. I Mainly have two. because they're so expensive. You have two? How much do they cost? They're $69.99. <laughs> so I used my Christmas money from my in-laws last year and bought them. I was them. like, Vicky's rolling in the money. Oh, yeah. Get that teacher salary. <laughs> um, I used my birth or my Christmas money for the one that I got at Christmas last year. And I got the black one with the silver Disney World across the back in sequins. And then the purple one came out and I fell in love with it. And when I went on the mom trip, I guess I got the purple one first. I must've, I must've used my Christmas money from 2018. Cause in 2019 is when I went the moms and I got the purple one and it has like, it's not sequins, it's different kinds of glitter, but it's real pretty. I like it. And this is not a bad, this is a good, bad thing to have, a good problem to have. But the size I was then versus the size I am now, it's humongous. So I wear it to bed. Wow. That is a good thing. No, it is a good thing. I could go down at maybe another size. I don't know. I need That's to like awesome. look at it, but Well, I'm I love looking them. for Shop Disney and there's actually a child one. And on the back, it says the bounty. It's kind oh of my cute. gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> I also checked out the Holiday Porg because I was curious. It is super cute. I know. It's wearing a Santa oh. hat with a red and white scarf. And it's a big plush. It's not one that goes on your shoulder. So it's like yeah. one of the big plushes. Oh, for $19.99 then. That's yeah, good if it's a big one. And you can also buy it on Shop Disney. So you don't, you can't just, you don't have to be at the park to get it. So I think you need to get that for Eleanor for Christmas. <sighs> I think I do. <gasps> <laughs> it's just so cute. I'm like, maybe I should get it for me for Christmas. <laughs> well, you can get it for Eleanor and just share it. She doesn't yeah. have to realize that's what that is. <laughs> so cute. Use your kid as an outlet. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Bessie and Margie, for joining us on a odd night because Steph and I are going to go on fall break tomorrow. Thank goodness um, for helping us get all this magical news out. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod. And be sure to listen to Friday's show as Vicki, Brad, Angela, and Mike have a show of pop-ups while they visit the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom. You are not going to want to miss that. I know I will be listening in on their trip. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, 
history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Bippity-boppity-boo. Adventures out there. Have a magical day, my friends.